Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Down the bitch gang. Yay. Uh, five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing. You can check the score. Hustle hard. Couple scars. Wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing. Got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust. It's power to have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome to The Floor is Yours, an extension of Five on the Floor here on the Five Reasons Sports YouTube channel. You can also likely hear this on the podcast channel if I decide to put it on there as well. We have a couple of sponsors today, but because we have Brady Hawk with us, one of those sponsors is Eric Rubenstein. He has been a Devout Heat fan since 1988. You can see him at all the Heat games, but also you should see him if you've got any kind of an injury uh, personal injury situation because he's the guy to go to for that. He can help you with the car accident, slip and fall, medical malpractice, and much, much more. He's from right here in South Florida. Went to St. Thomas University down there in the Miami area. And uh, look again, check out the Instagram page, okay? Uh, and I got, I got to throw it up there. Throw, throw it up there. We go. Throw it up there, okay? This is the Instagram page. Ask me about, ask about me. I got you. It just spells it out. You can see it right there at the Heat game. Uh, he's with Bernie. So if Bernie ever has a slip and fall, he'll go to Eric Rubenstein as well. You can reach out to Eric at 954-829-ERIC. That's 954-829-ERIC. Or again, check out the Instagram page as well and reach out to Mr. Rubenstein. All right, here's who we've got tonight. As I mentioned, we've got Brady Hawk because he's sponsored by Eric. We've got Greg Sylvander and we've got Alex Toledo. I was not late. Welsh says this every single time. I was actually the second one here. All right, here's what we're going to get into tonight. There is no game. Um, This went back and forth all day. The NBA has no idea what it's doing. Uh, The Heat were picking up players, like basically from the local JCC, if there is actually a JCC in San Antonio, which is probably unlikely. And eventually, finally, at about 4 o'clock, Woj had the report that there would not be a game tonight. Simply, the Heat did not have enough players, okay? And that was even with them picking up these guys uh, off the street. Let's go through it. Greg, you you understand kind of the parameters of this. What had to ha- before we get into again how they're going to navigate this road trip? Like, how many did they have to have tonight? As I understood it, they needed to add one more player, which they wanted to do, and and that signing actually came out. Um, that's the Hayward Highsmith signing, but unfortunately, the guy that they really wanted wasn't. Um, like a drive away essentially. (laughs) And so the heat had, there was pushback there. You know what I mean? Like the guy that they actually want to bring on to the squad, they couldn't get there in time. And, and, and so that was an issue. Uh, Oh, Greg is frozen. 
Okay. I think we're going to be losing oh, people tonight. I thought it tonight. was me. No, it wasn't you this time. Uh, I, I feel like we're going to be losing people uh, just like the Heat are losing people. So Greg is frozen in time there uh, giving the explanation. But basically uh, what happened here in addition to not being able to get the guys that they needed to get, this all started because they had guys in COVID protocols already, uh, starting with Kyle Lowry and Max Struess. And then wh- who was it today, Brady? Uh, Gabe Vincent as well and a couple of others. P.J. Tucker. uh went in and then obviously Cheatham went in the guy they just recently signed to. It was just <laughs> that even their 10 days that they signed for the COVID protocols ended up getting it as well. So it just seemed like every, any, any which way they could have went, they were just kind of doomed. And, and of course you still got injured guys. So you still have, <laughs> right. this comes from bad. This is not going on the podcast feed. Now Greg's internet just went into health and safety protocols. <laughs> uh, so, so, okay. But the other guys that are hurt for the heat, uh, obviously Oladipo, bam, but then Jimmy with the ankle. Uh, you also, of course, uh, have Deadman who's out. Markeith Morris, who's in witness protection. Duncan so, had something too, right? And Duncan had something. So the question was, could you finagle it? Because I, I know the Heat didn't want to play the game. Like I know I, Greg's talking about the fact that you know they were trying to get this guy, and they were, but the preference of the organization was not to play the game. Okay, so let, let's go through it, Brady, real quick here, and then I'll bring Alex in, and maybe Greg pops back in. But like. The guys they were, what do we know about the guys they were bringing in? Because I, I, these guys may end up accompanying them on the next stage of this trip in Houston. Yeah, the first one was Kyle Guy. And I think immediately it's like, oh, there's the Max Schroes filler. But it was kind of weird because last night when I saw it, I, the first thing it made me think of was there has to be some other guards that went out because I don't, I didn't think they just signed Kyle Guy because they didn't have Max Struess. Like it felt like there was a trickling effect. They obviously don't have Kyle Lowry, uh, which I think was reported he may be back Friday in the next one. Uh, that he'll be cleared. So that obviously is a big plus. Uh, but Kyle Guy just seems like it's an added guard on the roster. It's not really one uh, in a comparison. If we're talking about filling in for Gabe Vincent, they're not really similar in that way. It's just another shooter you can put out there. And maybe you can win a game that like that offensively. If you have limited guys, just maybe shoot your way out of it. Uh, as you mentioned, Highsmith, I think the way everybody was talking about the what he was known for was the, the Wade block in his last game against Philly. Uh but it, he just seems like a guy when I was looking over him that's just physical, like a low, uh, high floor, which is just basically what you have to do with 10-day contracts. Like these guys are not going to be guys that you're looking for long-term, just looking for short-term production. It looks like he'll provide something defensively. Uh, and one of the things they always pick up on with these guys, it's always maybe they're shorter in height, but they play bigger than they are, which right. is just something we've always seen what they've done. And that's just what this guy is as well in, in high school. He just seems like a physical guy. Uh Almost as we're talking about guys filling in, like PJ Tucker, maybe that he's a little undersized. Obviously, I'm not comparing him to PJ Tucker, but in a role, I think he will be a corner guy. Like it's just a three and D corner mm. shooter. And the last guy was what was his? I forgot his name. It was Eric uh, Holman, I think it was something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. He just seems like the total opposite of what I just said. It feels like he's just total high ceiling more than anything because if you watch him, he's just a fun prospect because he's just a lengthy guy who can put the ball on the floor a ton. He can shoot it a bit. Uh, I think his last year in the G League, th- this past games, I think it was like 11 games in the G League, he shot it like 40% from three. Uh, so it's an interesting player. It just seems like it's something that recently, recently bias, he's playing really well. Uh, and he's pretty kind of, I think it's similar to Omer, but I think they're going to use him in an off- opposite way that Omer was able to go on the inside and obviously pop out as well. But we've seen with the way they utilize Omer, they're going total post play with him. And I don't even think he's really even shot a three this season it feels like if they're going to utilize Holman it's going to be a ton of popping and they're just going to utilize him in that way that he's going to probably get threes up 
All right. Uh, also, check out Brian Fonseca went through some of these guys, too, uh, on the YouTube channel. So, so you can find that. Uh, I, I, we're mentioning some of these players again because when the Heat go after a player, I mean, unless it's just the fact that the guy happens to be 15 minutes away, that's they, te- they tend to go back to some of these guys again, Greg, right? So, I mean, do you think they would go back to some of these guys again? I mean, if they don't stick this time? Like, and sorry, I dropped off there. I don't know. My stream yard crashed. So this Eric Holman dude, like, He's intriguing for a number of reasons, but I wonder, and I can't help but be cynical in this way, like, was he really the top choice? Because I feel like initially the pointed move this morning was to find a guy close, right? So it's like, to me, I wonder if they had the ability to take anybody in the entire league if they would have looked elsewhere. So that's an interesting thing to watch. Um, I think that Kyle Guy is probably of the three guys, and I don't know if you guys got to him yet at yeah. all. Um, I, I I would imagine he's probably the one that they are most uh, excited about, and mm. and I don't know how fans feel about that, but I I think that that's the guy that they're, that they're going to have to plug in and play immediately with no Kyle, no Gabe. Well, they don't have a Virginia one Virginia point guard right now. John Crotty's in the protocols, so uh, they bring in another guy from Virginia, Alex. Um, all of this is ludicrous, obviously. I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. Uh, the, the rules are changing all the time. I mean, it's not just the NBA. I mean, the CDC literally changed the rule today from 10 days down to five days. So now the leagues are taking their cues from them. But when you look at this road trip, this road trip to begin with was ludicrous. Like, this is a seven-game trip that the Heat have to go through that was starting with a back-to-back situation home road. I, I just feel like this was the best possible outcome for the Heat today especially now that we know maybe Jimmy gets a couple more days to, to heal the ankle. Oh, for sure. This is the best possible outcome. Like I think the the more that it was kind of building up, the more I was waiting for that news to come out while also kind of expecting it to not come out. And I tweeted what an upset. Cause I really thought the NBA was going to try to make it happen. And um, I just think like, if you got three guys who can play, uh, without signing people who weren't previously on your team, like you probably shouldn't play the game. If that it feels obvious to me, I feel like that's why that minimum was in place, why those rules are in place in the first place. Like you shouldn't just be signing guys from the affiliate of the team that you're gonna play just to fill out a minimum. Like that's not like what are we doing here? When when does it stop? When does it end? I feel like a, <laughs> I feel like Bob Ryan here. Like what happened to my NBA? Like <laughs> well, I well that's the thing. Like I mean. How do you even fix this to any degree? Like, if you take a one-week break, does that help? The players are going to go back to their families. They're probably going to get infected anyway. I think you just got to uh, infect game by others. Game and be as careful as you can. Like, I think that's – I feel like anybody, like, keeping up with what's going on would have told you, you know, postpone tonight. All right, so let's go forward on this a little bit and kind of get into where the team is because uh, we don't know how long Jimmy's going to be out. I, I don't know if he – if. <laughs> Part of this was you kind of really didn't want to play the game. And so you ruled him out when you ruled him out. Although when it happened last night, I said immediately, we probably won't see him tomorrow because we know he plays through things. And then the next day, particularly with the ankles, uh, he can't. But I mean, let, let's go through. That's when like, it swells up. Right. Well, let's go through who we can actually expect to return here at a certain point. Like, OK, we know that they're going to have Caleb Martin because he just went through the protocols already. Right. We know, I mean, who else? I mean, is there anybody else? Uh, Omer, I guess? Like, yeah. uh, who, who are they going to have on this road trip? Omer, uh, Tyler, 
obviously Duncan was just a late tag with the, with the chest things. I think Marcus Garrett was tagged with wrists. Like it seemed like they were just putting those extra tags in just in case uh, something went wrong. But you mentioned Jimmy. I just want to say that wasn't he not on the injury report to start the day? And then right. all of a sudden he went straight to out. So I think maybe if this wasn't the situation, they pr- maybe he would have played in this one. Uh, so I think it probably is the expectation getting two days off. He'll probably come back Friday. But it seems like the guys they have for sure is I think Larry will be coming back, as I mentioned. So they'll have probably a starting lineup of uh, maybe hurting your, your Tyler Hero six man a year bet. But I think you're getting to the point where Tyler's going to have to start. You don't you're not going to start uh, a Kyle guy over Tyler Hero. I just don't see that happening. You have to start Kyle. Kyle Lowry, you have to start Tyler, you have to start Duncan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you obviously have to monitor KZ's, what, what was it, his ankle, maybe? Yeah. Uh, KZ, obviously, coming back in O'Mare. It just seems like you have limited guys with those. That's the base that they're at right now uh, until maybe Markeith maybe shines back into the injury report with a questionable tag. All right, so looking at this road trip now, and Greg's trying to pop back in here, but Alex, I mean, uh, the first couple games of this trip – Yes, we do need a replacement for Greg. So somebody's just got, I don't know, Fonseca want to jump in here. Timmy, uh, Tony, Tony Schwartz, Ricky, Ricky was on here. Anybody else want to pop in? You can pop in if you're not in the, if you're, if you're not in the protocols right now. Uh, Alex, this trip though, the beginning part of it is the soft part. Like that's the, right. I mean, it was was San Antonio. uh, Who who do they also have? They got San Antonio. They got Houston. And I believe they got a soft game on Sunday, but. They got the Kings. Right. So they got the Spurs. I mean, they were supposed to have the Spurs and then the Rockets Kings before facing the Warriors. So right. that right. was the, the switch up right there. But look, it's good that they got the Rockets and Kings right now. Like, it's hard to find worse teams out there. Not that the Kings don't have some good players, but man, like these are the games right here that you got to win because that Warriors game is not looking great right now, even if you do get Kyle back. Like, you just need as many guys as you can. And look, just kind of stuff going through my head while Brady was talking. It's funny that we're talking about like, oh, we have to monitor Casey's <laughs> injuries. It's just like, how did how did we get here so quick? Mm-hmm. And no, I know. The other thing when with, uh, regarding Tyler continuing to come off the bench, I think you could fool a couple of teams by starting Kyle Guy there and being like, oh no, that's Tyler Hero because I, I think that's <laughs> part of the reason they signed him because he even kind of plays like him. He has a similar kind of swagger as like a a, a guy who comes off curls and hits these cool looking jumpers he has an aesthetically good looking you know uh game as a shooting guard there like it's it's weird like do you know how ridiculous tyler do you know how ridiculous all of this is it's just it's just completely because to the other point that you're making like alex he was a good player in college too i actually remember him in, no like, he, he, he was he was a good, player, was a good player in college but it is ridiculous that we're doing this because it's even when you talk about houston and sacramento this is my concern about it for the Heat. And obviously with Spolstra, he seems to make all things possible. But yes, it gives you a chance against these teams as long as you have enough healthy guys, like a few, to beat them. But also it gives you the chance of losing to a team there was no chance you were going to lose to before. And, and those are the kind of losses that are going to hurt you later in the year. You know, like, I mean, San Antonio... Okay, I mean, that's a team you might have lost to on the road anyway. I mean, the Heat typically have not played well in that building. I know it's not a great Spurs team. Spurs have been playing better of late, though. It it does seem like Popovich has gotten something out of this young group. They do have DeJounte Murray. Like, that is a game that, okay, maybe even if you had, like, three-quarters of your players, you might have lost that game. Maybe. We've seen that before. Okay, they lost to Spurs, I think, last year in San Antonio. But Houston and Sacramento, particularly the Houston game, like, that's not a game that this team was going to lose. And now it might be. 
Greg, right? I mean, I mean, if Kyle Guy is starting at the two, it might Which be. Which Kyle is starting on, on right? Friday? I think that's it, the question. Two Kyles. Like, this is the funny thing. So we started this month, and I was talking about they had to stay 500 to get through it. And then they, like, essentially flew that in my face and are going to have mm-hmm. an 11-5 month or whatever. It'll end up being 10-5 and five or uh, – let's hope anyway. Um, so I, I don't know. As much as I – as long as Tyler is playing, I still feel good about their chances. Maybe I'm just a homer. It's weird. Um, I that where where it gets particularly challenging is when you go to like the Golden State, Portland, Phoenix portion, and then mm. Atlanta is like across the country, right. and then you have to go play there. That's where the skeleton crew gets really, really um, challenging. But they built the buffer. Like this is why. Yeah when they got through those games in early December and they racked up games above 500. Now, if you have to slide a few of these, like that's just kind of how the ebbs and flows of the season is going. Yeah. I mean, that win in Philadelphia, that win against Milwaukee. I mean, those two are really kind of standing out right now that you were able to put those, uh, that you were able to put those in the bank. All right. So let's, let's transition a little bit again. We don't know who's playing, who's not playing. I do feel like, like I say, if they have Jimmy and Tyler, I feel like they beat all the bad teams. Like as long as they're focused, that they'll get enough defense out of the other guys that they'll come and, and Kyle now. So actually, you're adding three pieces. Uh, and we, of course, we did our episode last night. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game. I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited. How would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill on five on the floor about Tyler Hero's uh, all-star chances. I feel like his chances keep increasing as he's the only yeah. healthy guy left on the heat. Uh, th- that's certainly not going to hurt him. But but let's pivot not here. Keep saying it, though. Don't, don't jinx it because something that we haven't <laughs> even brought up yet. Is, yeah. did it, wasn't today the day that, that, that we released that we have enough shirts on the site? 
Yes, we did release that we have enough shirts. And then and then what happened? The Heat did not have enough. Exactly. I was going to say, like, I think um, there's some correlation there. Great. Thanks for pointing that out to the listeners. That was- well, I mean, not I having enough allowed them, to avo- allowed them to avoid a four, uh, you know, basically forfeiting the game uh, tonight. So that wasn't, su- that wasn't such a bad thing. But let, let, let's pivot here a little bit because we, we see what all these coaches are dealing with and, and all these teams are dealing with. But and now look, Cleveland got a bad break today. That's a more permanent break, right? I mean, they've already lost Sexton for the season. They just lost Ricky Rubio uh, for the season, and he was playing at a pretty high level and giving them with Kevin Love, somebody who has chemistry with from back in their Minnesota days. He was giving them uh, really good minutes off the bench, and so now they've got to go out and get somebody. I, I do think that what we've seen is like all of the Heat's problems are temporary. Like that that has and again, I don't want to jinx this again, okay? But all of the problems so far, even the BAM thing, like it's temporary. It's not the kind of injury that like, I don't think he's going to re-injure it. It's not going to ruin his career. It's not going to end his season. These are like setbacks. And I almost feel, for, again, we've talked about this in the sense of some things being blessings in disguise. I feel like for Spolstra, it, it, it's, it, it's, it's forcing him to coach more creatively and coach better. And while knowing he's going to get these guys back, like, Oh man. Did I crash again? No. Is it me again? It's Ethan. Okay. Well, I I understand where he's going with what he's saying. Like they're going to get all those guys back. Like to me, that's the encouraging part is that they're getting through this with these guys. Spolstra is going, going to identify players that, um, now you're making me feel like stream stream yards crashing on me again, Manny. Um, now nah, I completely lost my train of thought. He was um, doing it to troll Ethan, and then he ended up just icing you. <laughs> right? I know. Like, very back. See, I'm not the only one with the technical difficulties. I'm well, validated. Everybody but Brady tonight has has had problems. We don't have enough. We're just gonna I'm leave Brady out here. I was, wearing, I was enjoying wearing, We don't have enough shirt. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, you are yeah. driving distance from me. Actually, you could have continued this. I was sniped by somebody. Anyway, I I don't even remember what I asked. Our Wi-Fi. But but somebody answer it. I don't even know what I asked at this point. You were you were just saying getting all the guys back and how yeah. like that's like the bonus to all this. Yeah, I mean that right. I mean they're all they're all coming back. I mean Lynette asked the question about Oladipo. I mean I haven't well, heard rescue. about any. I haven't heard about any setbacks for Oladipo. Right, like he's. I mean we no. were just assuming. Obviously, that- December was uh, the most positive timeline that was floated out there. But I, I mean I haven't heard any setbacks or anything like that. Um, Morris too. Uh, as much as like it's such a weird scenario with him because he looks like he's ready to go, but he doesn't play. So I, I, I but I think he's got to be close, right? Well, right. And then you look at Tucker's situation. We have enough does not apply to my bandwidth. That's pretty good. Uh, you look at Tucker's situation. He looked fine on the court when I watched him a couple days ago, right? Brady, you saw him. He looks fine yeah. on the court. So okay, but they're keeping him around the team. So maybe he caught COVID from somebody on the team. So if you're not going to use him, then just send him home. Like, I, I mean, I, I don't know. The whole thing is just is totally out there right now. But but again, getting back to the point, they're going to have this wealth of talent and not only talent, but ways to play strategies, resilience, all this coming out of this, whereas other teams are, are, are not getting certain guys back. Now, yes, Brooklyn gets Kyrie back. Maybe Philadelphia does something for Simmons. Um, Atlanta's had some guys hurt who were coming back, but I think the Cleveland thing today was major. I mean, that's a team that the heat may see in the first round of the playoffs potentially, uh, as a three, six, as a four, five, uh, maybe even in the best case scenario as a two, seven and maybe they're the four. 
Right. Well, I mean, they've beaten the Heat twice already. I, I to me that now probably not. I think that was the major major news of the day. All right. So let's let's pivot now. Looking forward to this road trip. We've talked about Phoenix. We've talked about Golden State a little bit. Um, but can these be litmus tests in any way, Alex, for this team if they don't have everybody or close to everybody? No, I don't think anything coming up is going to be a litmus test at all. Like I said earlier, if you just don't, you barely have enough to meet the minimum. Like you want to talk about we have enough. They literally didn't have enough today. Like mm-hmm. as much as the Heat would live and die by we have enough, they could not get to the minimum. They literally did not have enough. Like I just think you're going to be coming back from that. You're going to have more players available, obviously, if you're suiting up there. I just think, you know, we've already seen this team kind of face adversity. I've already kind of seen what I need to see. Obviously, you want to see them win some more of these easier games coming up like we're talking about. You know, you know that they play up to competition even when it seems like they're outmatched. Like they're probably going to give the Warriors a little bit of a game before mm-hmm. like Steph drops like 35 and a quarter or something. But really, I just think I've already seen a lot from this team when it mm-hmm. comes to facing adversity and kind of just improving throughout it. And I know that a lot of like buckets are being put up on guys who are not really NBA players. But I just think like all of these guys, I mean, you know, the guys that we've been focusing on, been so many of them have taken leaps as far as where they were before where they are now and i believe it for pretty much all of them when you're talking about the ones early on with bam and tyler then the past few weeks the the, the rise of caleb gabe and max kind of solidifying themselves like i just kind of believe in all of that i believe Devin's a really good player you know i just think uh like like for what he is so i just mm. think like there's a lot more just belief in a lot of the individual pieces and what they can be and i think a lot more belief in the total depth so you know, you want to see them win the easier games, of course, but I've, I've kind of seen what I need to see already. And to that point, I just want to say that <laughs> we've seen these young guys develop, but we've seen a Caleb Martin game against the Bucks, and they got to win. We've seen a Gabe Vincent game like against Philly. We've seen a Max Struess game. Like if we're talking about that moving forward starting Friday and there's a bit of, bit of a weaker schedule to start, they're going to have Kyle Lowry. They're going to have Jimmy Butler. They're going to have Tyler Hero. Like that essentially is enough. Like yeah, I, right. obviously whoever they have comparison to what they've dealt with already, these are a lot higher value guys than you're used to that you can beat a Houston. Uh, you can beat a Sacramento. Obviously these other games, like you're mentioning golden state Phoenix, like you're, those are just trap games for the other team because there's no way you should be, have a guy in driving distance coming over from golden state <laughs> and you being even supposed to win that game. <laughs> But it is a type of scenario that you see guys at the top of the list, at least at the top of the roster that are available, that gives you at least a better shot moving into this road trip. Greg, why would they not? Uh, the Michael Beasley stuff, and Alex, I'm not going to let you jump in on that because, but the Michael Beasley stuff is ridiculous. But it's a censorship. But, the, but right, but the Mario, like, why would the Heat not bring in somebody that they have? familiarity with like i I mean unless rio can't i I heard he wasn't great in the showcase but like unless he can't play at all anymore at Uh, all because they're not playing exactly the same way that they played in the big three era i think that's Mm. one thing to recognize and also i think that if you're looking at team building philosophies in general why not Mm. go for a guy with upside you know what i mean Mm. like so like at that point like the rios and and the nocos like as much as i love them like why not try somebody that's a little bit younger. And um, I think with this infusion of people, like when you're seeing the names that are getting picked up by all the teams around the league, there's a few of those seasoned vet Joe Johnson like Mm -hmm. signings, but there's a lot of guys like I've never really heard of. And I think what that's going to make for is a unpredictable 
playoff matchup situation. Like you're going to have teams that maybe don't really know each other as well as they think they do coming into playoff series because of just the weird rosters that have been rolled out throughout the season. Well, they also might not be in the seed that they would have been in if everybody had been healthy. So you're going to get some weird matchups. I love Ben's comment about Ryan Anderson. They are still paying him. They might as well play him, right? I mean, they stretched Ryan Anderson. We haven't heard from him since. Uh, all right, I got, I got, I got you're one more thing. Money, get him. I mean, where, where's, where's bring, he at? Bring him in. All right, I got, I got one more thing for these guys before we do. Want to talk about another sponsor? Of Floors Yours and the Five Reasons Sports Networks, our friends over at everythingtradeshows.com. Everythingtradeshows.com is where you want to go, where you want your company to go. If you're going back to uh, trade shows, which many people are, even in spite of COVID, they're right here at the convention centers in Broward and in Miami. They do great booths there. If you mention Five Reasons, they'll do a free booth rendering for you. They're based right here in Fort Lauderdale, right off of Las Olas. You can see some of the companies they work with, Microsoft, Citrix. They'll do a great job for your company as well. So go to everythingtradeshows.com. Reach out to our guy, Christian Chase. He's right over there. Actually, uh, Christian's come to a couple of our of our watch parties. Great guy. And reach out to them again. The phone number is 954-791-8882. All right, let's, uh, let's pivot to this uh, right now. Let, let's say everybody is healthy, okay? I'm going to throw this question at you guys. You got one minute each to answer. No more. I'm, I'm, I'm ringing the buzzer on you. Everybody is healthy in the postseason. Could be East or West. What is the worst matchup for a healthy Heat team? Brady. Are we saying Kyrie can play at home if we're saying, saying fully healthy? I'm saying everybody is fully healthy, yes. So Kyrie can play. I would say the Nets because it's just the easy answer. Like even in – I know Cleveland is the easy answer right now because of the regular season, but I'm honestly not worried about that matchup. If they were to match up in a 4-5, like they could figure it out d- defensively with the mm-hmm. bigs. They can kind of get around that. Even in the Cleveland matchups, they haven't had a healthy roster. As you're talking about fully healthy, they haven't had close to a healthy roster against those teams. And they've been rather healthy other than missing Colin Sexton, who's not going to be with them anyway, and now they're losing Ricky Rubio. So I would say the Nets, it just feels like that's just the, the team that can kill you from all different ways offensively. Like that's the one thing that I feel like can hurt Miami because we've seen them uh, go through stretches where they can get hot and they have a really good defensive build when healthy. But they, I don't know if they can get in an offensive match where it's an absolute shootout. And then that just seems like the worst possible thing for the Heat team where you have a Kevin Durant that P.J. Tucker can defend and, and slow down a little bit, but it just feels like he can outmatch them. Uh, and obviously that just feels like, you know, Milwaukee's obviously another threat. I'm not going to take all the teams, but I will say it just seems like Brooklyn just feels more likely a worse matchup fully healthy than the, the Nets, even with, I mean, then Bucks, which if we're saying fully healthy, obviously has Brooke Lopez. Yep. Greg, is it the entire league, or I got to yes. stick to the East? Entire league. Entire oh, league. Sh- I don't want to see Golden State. No, thank you. I don't want none of that. Like Draymond Green and the thing that they do, where he just goes around and defends whoever is hot at any point in the game. Like I don't want no part of any of that. And Steph Curry, no, thank you. I don't want like literally Brooklyn to me. Um, I don't know. There's a there's an element of Jimmy. PJ and the way that Bam plays against Brooklyn Mm -hmm. that I I don't know, like they're not scared of those guys. And, and I, I don't know, they would get up for that series in a different kind of way. So they don't like a fully healthy Milwaukee is a tougher matchup. I think for Miami personally, that's just my personal opinion, but overall, no doubt warriors. No, thank you, Alex. 
This is a really tough one for me, and I'm glad you went to them first because it kind of gave me more time to sit with it. Usually, I feel like you, you you go to me first when it comes to the hard questions. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe. holding you accountable. That's what we do. Uh, no, but for real, I, I kind of go back and forth between the Nets and the Suns, and then right after that, you know, I'm just gonna sum it up really quick: the the Warriors and the the Nuggets, because I think the Nuggets, like if they were fully Oof. healthy, yeah. that Jokic matchup is really tough for the Heat. I think Murray is a killer in the playoffs, and they're just a really them. good team when they're healthy. That's like a like that's like third and fourth though. I wouldn't want to see them. I wouldn't want to see the Warriors and and uh, Nuggets. Same with the Suns, but the Nets and the Bucks to me are the real ones to talk about here because like what you guys said, you both brought up really fair points. Like I, I almost think the way that Leif was talking about the Heat getting up versus the Nets, I feel that way about the Bucks as well because yeah. like yeah. they just got so embarrassed by them. That's me. It should be more personal. Whereas like the mm. Nets stuff is almost just about the hype and about the noise around them. And I think that's that that comes secondary to that like okay we got our ass completely handed to us last year and four in the first round like just Mm -hmm. so embarrassing you know the heat don't think of themselves as a team to get swept in the first round jimmy doesn't you know so i I still think it's really hard to pick between the two because like you said the heat just are able to put together more offense versus the nets i think like they will be able to make stuff happen but then all the nets different threats all the different lineups that they could throw out uh specifically with the small ball lineups that they could make work. It just feels like it would be really hard for like the heat would have a very small margin for error as uh, defensively, but not with a healthy so, depot. They have so many good defenders, even without depot. So it's just tough to pick between the two. I think I'm giving Brooklyn the edge just because of the fact that they have three like kind of certified playoff killers. Harden is a playoff killer in a different mentality, but <laughs> uh, outside of the jokes, like I just think those guys like together and the, the other threats they have, it's just going to be really hard to beat in a seven game series. I think the Bucks are going to be hard to beat, but I think, I, I think the Nets are, are more lethal. I, I, I think it's the Suns, honestly. Um, maybe I just have that game in my mind from last year, but, but the Heat just didn't look like they had any answers for them. I, I what, what concerns me about Phoenix, and again, you would be in the finals, so you'd feel pretty good about where the Heat were at that point. Uh, but I, I do think with the versatility defensively that Phoenix has uh, and also their ability to get into the mid-range, which I, I think is something uh, I think would be very difficult to zone up against Phoenix. Um, and I think that some of the, their, their ability in the mid-range with Booker and Paul, again, provided we're saying we're, we're assuming Chris Paul is healthy, which is probably the hardest thing uh, to assume here. I, I, I don't know. To me, they're the most complete team in the league. I, I, I just think they're the most complete team. I, I understand what Golden State has done this year. I still don't buy them completely. I, I don't know. I, there's something wow. about it. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's because of where Jordan Poole has sort of come out of nowhere. I don't trust Andrew Wiggins. There's like a six-year track record of not trusting Andrew Wiggins. All of a sudden, you're trusting him to be their second scorer. I mean, I guess we're assuming Clay's health, right, in this scenario. So that makes them more more dynamic. Uh, It is, but I I don't know. I still think Phoenix will be a little shot. You know what? The Heat would beat Milwaukee. I, I, I just... Taking PJ Tucker away from them and adding them to your roster to deal with Giannis, in addition to obviously Bam and Jimmy, they have been arguably the three best Giannis defenders in the entire league on one team. I, I I think they would handle Milwaukee. I do. And Brooklyn, I maybe I trust them to stay healthy. I don't trust them to defend or stay disciplined. So I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Phoenix. All right, thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, we didn't have a skeleton crew tonight. We actually could have suited up. Uh, we had more players on our first team 
than the Heat did tonight. Check out our sponsors, everythingtradeshows.com. Our friend Eric Rubenstein, reach out to him at 954-829. Eric, we will be back over the weekend, uh, probably podcasting tomorrow night. Uh, We're going to find a topic once we figure out who's going to play. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.